You're listening to The Parenting Couch with Sarah Levitt. Little people problems, big people solutions. Hi, welcome to The Parenting Couch podcast and weird times, I know, um, weird times. I wanted to record this episode about your relationship with your body because Honestly, as I look back on mine, and I'm just returning from a workout session, so it's interesting. Um, Where to begin? You know, I was very average in terms of, you know, my body growing up until I hit puberty. And then, you know, I got a little bit, put on a little bit at that time around the age of nine. So I was very young. You know, and then, yeah, I mean, I think I had a balanced time in high school, you know, as a teenager, um, you know, there's always a patch where you don't want to do exercise. I think I was smoking instead of doing PE at one stage, but otherwise, you know, I kept active, did ice skating a couple of times a week. I think I played tennis, um, and you know, ate relatively well and yeah. And then it was interesting and I got my first job, uh, at 19, I think things really started to go downhill and obviously that's that's a significant change in age at that time as well and I started my first job as a waitress and had access to all this food and suddenly oh I thought it was all right because I was walking this very big uh, restaurant that I worked in but yeah that wasn't enough to counteract the calories that I was putting in and suddenly Hmm. I was a smoker, so, uh, you know, not entirely healthy and probably drinking a bit at that time as well because that, that was that age. I was in a long-term relationship and so comfortable. I ate a lot of cheese. Cheese is my enemy. And uh, so that was sort of the first time I was like, oh, okay, I can't do this without exercising or I'm going to have to cut back. So... I don't know whether I used food for comfort at that time. But I feel like my, it really shifted then something. Because from then on, I had to work really hard to keep in a very healthy you know, weight range. And realise that really to keep, to lose weight, I had, could hardly, you know, I had to really keep it very low calories a day. Stay away from carbs as much as possible. You know, everyone's body is different and what, what is for them. But mine was carbs and dairy. Um, and carbs always sat heavily with me. Oh, God, you know. So I worked that out. It all took a long time. But I also worked out I needed to exercise a lot. I liked it, though. I always liked being physical. Like, I can tell when my body starts to get sluggish. I, uh, you know, really want to exercise. Before I had my daughter... I could obviously exercise a lot more, a lot more freedom, you know, that's the thing about, and, and um, now I'm a single parent, it's, you know, it, it, no excuses, but, you know, I, um, you know, was doing 28 by Sam Wood uh, program at home, which is amazing, um, but that's sort of, you know, your main option, especially as a single parent, but certainly when you become a parent, it's a lot easier uh, to do it that way. So I think, you know, it's, for me, the next thing that happens. Um, so I sort of found a rhythm there where I would, you know, figured I needed to work out X amount of days a week. This was at the gym before I had my daughter and joined 28. And, 
you know, worked out. So this was, you know, through my 20s and then, you know, just really could put on weight easily if I didn't keep myself in check and, you know, felt a little hard done by by that. I felt I had a slow metabolism. I'm little, I'm five foot three, so, you know, you can notice a few kilos uh, on me. Now, I know it's not all about weight. I understand that. I'm talking more here about the relationship with my body and I'm getting somewhere. Three and a half years ago... I separated with my daughter's dad, but at that time, just before that happened, because I was under such stress, it was a very challenging time before we did actually separate, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. No history of it. I put on a lot of weight in pregnancy. I had gestational diabetes. Uh, and, you know, I put on weight in pregnancy, well, because you put on weight in pregnancy, but I was sick for the first four months, not with vomiting sick, but nausea which meant the only thing that made me feel better was carbs. So I suddenly had a carb party, walked twice a day, trying to be healthy as well. I stopped smoking 10 years ago, I should add, and obviously I did pull on a bit of weight at the time because I sort of did start eating a little bit more. And, you know, you know you've got to find all these tools to replace that. I'm much busy, better. I'm much better when I'm busier. Um, but I am a sweet tooth. So when, you know, I was diagnosed with diabetes, I felt like the universe had given me a massive slap in the face. Um, But more than that, emotionally, it's also about the sweetness and enjoying the present and the joy of life. And obviously at the time I was diagnosed, I was not. So it's been really... I mean, I'm 42 and... I'm experimenting at the moment because I'm finally really, really turning my attention to the diabetes that unfortunately has been a bit on the back burner. I've done the very bare minimum that I've had to do, but it's it, it has to be bigger than that. So I've been using a glucose monitor in my arm for the last week. And what happens for me when I hadn't been managing diabetes, you lose weight very quickly. So terrible thing to do to my body, but I found myself really skinny but in this place of self-reflection and in quite deep in pain because I decided to throw myself all in with all the therapies and do everything at once then suddenly I started having lots of insulin and putting on weight and I was like oh I have all the energy I feel like myself I'm happy again wow so how weird is this I'm now a few kilos overweight but I feel good what is going on you know, this is just where I decided to have this conversation about what's the relationship you have with your body. Anyway, so first then I get flat and have a bit of a slump about, you know, poor me. I'm one of those people that, you know, gets like that, sits in that and then goes, right, well, what are you going to do about that? And also as a result, my teeth have been a huge problem and I'm often in pain and taking Nurofen because I have gum disease as a result of diabetes. And so, anyway... Booked myself the dentist, third opinion. Up the training, and I feel ready to tackle it head on. So that's you know that's this this journey that I've been on, and I know that it's different for everybody. And I just want to say I hear you, I feel you, but it's, you know it ties all back in with this with the self love and taking taking care of yourself and putting yourself first especially as a parent especially as a single parent um 
you know, finding that balance, I, I know, is, is difficult and it has to be done. I want to be here for a long time, a good time, <laughs> you know, to uh, make the most out of my life and to be there for my daughter and then her children. So this is it. I'll keep you posted um, on how I go because I also know that, you know, I have to train substantially hard to change my body shape and I intend to change my body shape because I want it to be at its optimum again. That also helps. The more exercise you do with diabetes, the better as well because that will keep you in a better range, you know, keep your um, blood sugars more balanced and less insulin. And again, for me, the insulin can, you know, make me put on weight so obviously I need to have it but all of these things eating less sugar and exercising all help so that's what I'm doing digging deep as I know we all have to do when it comes to taking care of ourselves and what that looks like for you so anyway I thought I'd share that with you and the other reason I wanted to have this conversation is being a parent and managing that as well especially the mother of a girl and you know it's a very delicate subject I do have scales in the house but I never use them in front of her and so they're not a focal point but it's just you know again finding that finding that balance so my feeling is you know like many things with parenting and I did this with with manners as well I remember reading in a really good book about modeling it rather than you know a lot of parents ride their kids about manners you know all the time on them on them on them um I decided to just you know model it and I am a very gracious person um so you know that and and as a result I'm you know I'm very happy with with her manners you know sometimes she has to be prompted but I try not to even if she doesn't sometimes I don't always prompt her because uh, with me, anyway. If she was with other people or, or around other people, maybe. I'll... Yeah, and, you know, obviously resilience is a different thing. And, of course, you know, letting kids make mistakes and, and letting them be aware of it. But I feel with that one it's different because there's also this other thing with parenting that if you're too critical, um, you know, that also can lead to low self-esteem. So finding, again, finding balance, it's a word used a lot, isn't it? It's a bit of a buzzword, popular word, however relevant um so anyway I find with the you know that exercising and eating well and you know showing her that is is the best way and obviously for her you know I'm all about moderation and balance as well I let her eat sweet things and everything but try and balance that out with other things and let her make those choices she's pretty good at eating fruit and vegetables so you know, it's just it's just one of those things where, you know, I don't like to put too much focus and emphasis on appearance, you know, um, where possible. I mean, she's beautiful and I do tell her she's, you know, well, I don't really actually tell her very often that she's, you know, pretty or beautiful to look at physically on the outside, you know, obviously. At night she really likes me too when we're going to sleep. And I've mentioned before we sleep together in a bed um which you know I'm just gonna lap up while she's little because I know it's coming when you know she'll change her mind about that so she loves it when I tell her at night all of her positive attributes <laughs> but I try and focus on obviously the 
you know, that she's kind and thoughtful and sweet and funny and strong and determined rather than the external, um, which, you know, she absolutely is. But the main thing is that I just wanted to remain physically active, which I think she'll always be because she's actually, with her, I guess I have an easier task ahead depending on what happens when she becomes a teenager. But I know other parents' kids maybe are more sedentary or they get hooked on the TV. I mean, she loves her iPad, don't get me wrong, and Minecraft and all of those things. However, she's quite good at regulation. So, um, mind you, Minecraft is definitely one where she she goes down the rabbit hole a bit and can get a bit hooked because of the creating side of it. She likes the best. So I think, you know, it's... Just always, you know, at school she's so physically active, which is wonderful. So hopefully, you know, she'll continue. She's just started trampoline classes, and I think she's she is a really energetic kid, uh, always has been. So I think, you know, that's going to help a lot. I think she'll always need to be doing physical activity, and she'll feel that in her body. As I do as well, as I said before, I get to that threshold. I get to that point and go, ah, oh, I don't feel comfortable in myself. And then I do something about it. Though, of course, the way to be is just always be, you know, trying to be stable with it and get, and maintain, yeah. But uh, that's not been, as I said, my relationship with my body has been that roller coaster ride. Um, and I really don't want that for my daughter. Um, but, you know, back, back when, when I grew up through the 80s and everything, and I think, you know, I wanted to be in the entertainment industry. My mum was in the entertainment industry. There was a lot of focus on appearance. Um, and, you know, I think my grandmother was quite focused on appearance. She was an upper-class British woman. And so that, you know, she bought very expensive clothes and dressed very well, um, had her hair done every week. So that, you know, that then permeated and, felt, yeah, flowed on through to my mum. And so, you know, she, and look, I don't disagree about, there you go, there's my baby. Yeah. Don't disagree about loving yourself and therefore taking care of yourself, but it just depends what the drive is, doesn't it, for what, why you're unable to leave the house without makeup or whatever whatever that may be you know that that one sits with me because it comes from my mum and probably my grandmother um i do though but <laughs> well she's hungry see look at that the subject we're talking about i better go and get her some food on that note sorry for the interruption daughter's fed <laughs> funny timing uh, anyway that's food for thought haha -ha. um and i will keep you posted on my journey of my relationship with my body and continuing to parent my daughter and have her a have her have a positive relationship with her body thanks for tuning in chat soon bye much love and gratitude for tuning in and just take care at this time i know it's you know quite a ride for everybody all over the world and i know there's people listening all over the world so i have to start learning some more languages so i can say hello and goodbye and all of the places people are listening different countries all right thanks for tuning in talk soon bye